Rhythm 105.9, it's the Vibe Show. I'm Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And tonight, we have a special guest joining us on the show today. I'm telling you, listen, I'm telling you, you guys, you, you are really in for a major treat. Tonight, we have the queen, the one and only publicist, Marketing strategist, event coordinator, the one and only, the beautiful Janelle Forbes. How are you? I am doing good. That was such a phenomenal introduction. Well, you are, you look, you already know I had to go ahead on and give it on up now. We're not going to play no games like that. How you yes, doing? Yes, I'm doing good. Look, I want to thank you, too, for um, this beautiful opportunity. It's really, really a blessing. I just, I really, really thank you for me and the Vibe team. We just all want to say thank you so much. Anytime. You're absolutely welcome. I do my best to just support my people. Absolutely. Now, we're not going uh, to play. We're going to go ahead on and dive on into this exclusive uh, public relations segment of this thing. I'm talking about, we got, we got what, what is it, 19 years in this game? Yes, it's actually a little more than that, but because, you know, I just started to really let people know who I am. I hid behind the scenes for a very long time. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I have over 18, 19 years of experience in the game of um, everything that you saw there, plus more. Um, but we could just stick to whatever you want to talk about tonight. Well, you, you, what, I want, what I want to talk about is um, for, for the listeners and for the ones who, who might not know, can you, can you explain what um, a public relations uh, specialist does? Well, a public relations specialist, what we do is protect the image of our clients, first and foremost. And the second thing that we do is get them as much exposure um, for people to know them. For example, if you were um, to come in as one of my clients, my job is to promote and get you as much exposure for the community locally, um, nationally, and internationally to know the Vibe, um, the, the vibe Radio Show. Um, another thing that we do is actually tell our client's story. Half the times we see the Vibe Show, right? Right. And we may not know why the Vibe Show got started, why is it called the Vibe Show, or who is the person or persons behind the Vibe Show. So my job and my duty is actually to get your story told that way. So mm. it's basically telling a client's story, managing their um, their image, you know, telling them what to do, when to do it, how to get it done. If any um, type of engagement or, um, you know, pitched at the client, the client's job is to let me know so I can research. I do a lot of research so I can research and say, you know what, um, this is a great thing um, for your image versus no, we have turned down many things, a lot of my clients and I, um, because, so for example, there's an energy drink, I'm not going to say the name, one of my clients, he's a motivational speaker, and they pitched him to promote the energy drink, but it goes against his um, his brand. It really does. Uh. It, it was not a paid um, marketing anything. It was not a paid partnership. 
um, and then they're just testing. It's all oh. this here, and they're still testing the energy drink. My my research said that it's a no go. Um, mm. I looked up reviews all over the internet. I looked up what people were saying, who were using the product, you know. And I'm see, I'm checking to see if it was really legit, and it really right. wasn't. Oh, so no. it, it was something. It, so this is this is like we're talking a brand new product. That, I mean, that that's not even really out there yet, like that. Nope, it's it's out there, but it's not really out there. Uh, and they're testing it. They're finding cl- um, clients like mine who has a great huge platform um, to promote this, mm-hmm. and it's not tested fully. Uh, yeah. So could you imagine as a um, publicist? If I said yes to it and something does happen to my um, my client's platform, guess who they're going to blame? Him. Right. You right. know, so these are the um, things that we have to be careful with. Wow. So that's that's um, that's that's a lot of responsibility. Um, how how important, though, is it to to have um, a public relations representative? um is that just on a celebrity level? Um, well, first question: How was important? How important is it for um, for a celebrity to have a public relations uh, representative? Well, first off, for celebrities, it is very, very important for them to have a um, publicist. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why. There's a lot, once you get to a certain status, okay, right. and it says, which is called celebrity, once, you're, once you have over, let's say, I would say 5,000 followers, mm-hmm. okay, I would say that you're a celebrity because there are people with over 20,000 followers who you don't really know who they are, and there are people with over 5,000 followers, but, you know, you do know who they are, but they're still a celebrity. So, so it is very, very important for a celebrity to have a publicist because once they have that name, there's a target on their back, Mm. okay? So I had a guy who called me and wanted to actually, he wanted me to create a scandal on on one of my clients. And the scandal was for me to set up, he was paying me $500,000. Whoa, 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 whoa. You Uh you said $500? Five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, five hundred thousand dollars. Whoa. To write a scandal. Yep, yep to create what? a scandal on one of my clients, which the scandal would have been um to set up a sixteen year old coming out of an abortion clinic oh my and God. set my client up telling him, Hey, to go here and then boom, it's on T M Z all over the place. Wow. So it's really important because once you have the word celebrity or you're seen on television or you don't even have to be seen on television to be a celebrity, there are people that are actually celebrities that nobody knows of that are actually making way more money than those that you do see on the television that society says are celebrities. Right. So once you make a certain amount of income and then you don't even have to make a certain amount of income to be considered a celebrity or to need a publicist. You hmm. really don't. So it's not just for actors. It's not just for singers. It's, 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 not, it's for businesses as well. It's wanting to take your company from point A to point B to C to D to Z. It right. depends on what your next 
five to ten, twenty years of goals are, whatever it is that let's say you want to accomplish for the next five to ten, twenty years, hiring a publicist is supposed to make that work for you. Oh, okay. So, so would I be considered a, a celebrity? I consider you a celebrity, absolutely. <laughs> oh man. I, I, I need to get my get my bread up so I, I can uh, make me a, a, a consultation with you uh, so I can expand. Exactly. Well, we could always do. A, I do a fifteen minute free consultation, um, and then a lot. Of my and the difference between me and a lot of the publicists out there, my prices are not um, super super high, and I'm gonna tell you why. I used to have money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm used to being around money. Okay. Right. My dad was very wealthy. With I'm not American. I'm from the Virgin Islands, Come and my on. dad, my family, and I was one of the wealthiest in the Virgin Islands. My dad owned a car company in China, where we would have all of the new cars come to the Virgin Islands, and we could do whatever we want with it. We could give it away, sell it, or do whatever. Whoa! Then on top of that, my dad, he was a DJ. He still is a mechanic, and he was an entertainer. He sang as well, and he performed. On top of that, he was a promoter. So when I tell you I'm not new to this, I've been doing this since I was 10 years old. Right. And I'm going to tell you why, because I was in the club with my dad from the time I was 8 years old, spinning the turntable, dancing. When he um, brings in new talent from around the country, and he brings them to the Virgin Islands or wherever he chooses to bring them, they stayed with us. So I saw how he did everything. I just saw... And I learned this is something that I was really interested in. Every weekend we had beach parties mm. with a new entertainer from a different country. Wow! So you already you already um, you 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 grew up around the life, and already uh, so making the adjustment to uh, you already was around celebrities at a young age already. So it, it was basically second nature for you um, to uh, get into this entertainment business. And um, represent represent different clients. Exactly. And to me, they're just normal people like you and I, Kevin, mm-hmm. that just needs direction. You would be surprised. A lot of them really don't have it together. Right. And my duty is to get them together and hide that piece of them that other people don't know. Um, and it takes a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of research. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of back and forth. It's a lot of structure. Um, structuring things, it's a lot of planning, it's just a lot, and when you have 15 different clients pulling you from here to there, um, it becomes strenuous. Right. If you don't have your stuff together, it becomes very strenuous. So no, this is not new to me. They're just individuals just like you and I, and that's how I look at them. When I walk in the room with the celebrities that people run over and run crazy for, that's (laughs) not something that I do. I don't do that. I walk in the room. So I had a conversation with someone yesterday, and they said, Janelle, I know when you see Morris Chestnut, because I love Morris Chestnut. My husband knows that I love Morris Chestnut. And he was like, you know what? I honestly believe if you see Morris Chestnut, you'll go crazy. And deep down within me, I'm telling you, and I told him, I said, no, baby. I said, I wouldn't go crazy because he's just an individual that I actually really just admire, and he reminds me of you in a lot of ways. So when I do see him, yes, I'm going to check him out. But yeah. at the same time, I'm not crying, screaming, acting a, a fool. I'm not going to be doing that. Because you ain't going to just run run, just run, and, run and break out like on Babs, huh? Ah, right. 
<laughs> who that was? Wait, who, who that was up in there on bet? That was uh um Leon. Leon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you know Leon too. I'm sure I do. I probably just need to go see your face. So, you know, th- that's interesting. Now, what I want to ask you too, um, you know, to get a season perspective on it. Now, with with social media um and and you know a lot it's creating a lot of stars and and uh things of that nature and a lot of other opportunities for a lot of people um would it just seems like everybody considers themselves a, a a pr now you know what i'm saying um yeah. what, what's the what's the difference between um internet pr people per se and um more seasoned uh pr people because like before you answer that um i you know going through the experience of you know uh having the show i deal with a lot of um pr people and um i could tell the difference between um i'm i'm going to say seasoned pr people because like yourself for instance dealing with you was such a joy because you made everything easy for me. Everything was real transparent. All of the information that that was needed, you actually read the read the show email. Um, you didn't really need to ask me a lot of the same questions that were already in the email. Like we just basically uh, um, got the things that I needed. We um, selected the date and when we moved forward. But I noticed dealing with um, unseasoned. PR people, they don't really have it together. They want to be more famous than um, the the person that they're representing. Would you agree? That's right. I do agree. I do agree. And being doing public relations is really an easy way to make money. Mm. So saying that, hey, I do public relations, I think they prefer to see themselves out there, um, to see themselves with the stars. So it's easy to say, hey, I do. Um, I'm a photographer. Or I'm a um, media relations person, right. or I'm a public relations individual, or I mean, it's just that. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, mm-hmm. when you have to really submit um, pictures to a television station, a radio station, or um, receiving an email and back content as a structured person, they can't do that because they're not really legit. Right, right. And it's sad, it makes my job harder. Because I have found, look, I have found from the time I really started, so it's only been seven months, Kevin, since I really started letting people know in the world that this is what I do and this is who I am. I remained quiet for years, for years and years. But one thing I realized when you got to grow with the time, uh, my goals actually changed. I am not one to just want to sit and work for an individual. So my goals did change. So I was like, okay, it's time for me to come out of hiding into a place of pure abundance. So let me show people who I am. Right. And in doing so, there's a there's still protocol. There's still a way that you protect your clients and still achieve the goals that you want to achieve in a in a mannerly way. Mm. A lot of these new um, age uh, public relations specialists. They don't do that. Right. They just want to be seen in the photos. They just want to be seen in the red carpet. And then it makes my job harder because when the client fires them, 
and I do see a lot of potential potential in the clients, the first thing that I get on the phone is, oh, I've been burnt by PR. Oh, I've been burnt. Oh, my God, I don't trust you public relations. And their hairs on their back literally stands up. I have had many people with their hairs on their back stand up or they get a kink in their neck because I said I'm public relations. Right. Just because of a bad experience or experiences, another thing that I get, there's no way that you are public relations and you have a bad attitude. That's another thing that I hear from a lot of clients or potential clients. They said their last PR person always spoke to them badly, spoke down on them, yelled and screamed at them, cussed them out. First of all, there's no way you can protect a client's image, and this is how you respond to an individual. Right. So it makes my job actually really harder, but I call myself the authentic celebrity publicist because I don't do things the normal way. I really don't. Okay. I do things quite the opposite than what most PR uh, public relations specialists do. I really do. And I'm not in their clique, and I choose not to be in their clique, and I will forever stay out of their clique because I am my own individual, and I want to build my company my brand and my client's brand in such a way. Right. Now, when you say clicks, um, we're talking about like PR clicks. Can we kind of talk about that a little bit? Yes. So there are certain clicks. So um, when people think you're new to something, mm-hmm. they kind of count you out. Or when people see that you're not doing it the way that they are. So I'm in a several public relations groups, and in maybe one or two of them, um, the conversations are they have a big problem with public relations specialists who tell people who they are. Right. They have a big problem with um, public relations specialists um, who um, tells who their clients are. Now, first of all, that is not an issue. Okay. They make it an issue. Um, and second of all, one of, I commented and I said to them, I said, My goal is not to be sitting down as a public relations specialist for the rest of my life. I am a businesswoman. I am a business owner. And that's what I want to do. Including PR is one thing that I do. Including um, creative consulting is another thing that I do. Until I get to where I need to go get to hire the individuals to take my place, right. I'm going to fill the shoes of everything that I know that I have went to school for to actually um, accomplish for my clients. And a lot of my clients, some do want to remain very private, which is good. And some don't, like Karan. Karan don't mind me um, telling people who he is. Right. Okay? So you, you just got to respect and honor the wishes of your clients. Um, those that don't like the promotion, don't like the eyes on them, which is pretty good because I do have, I have encountered some millionaires who really, people would never think that they're millionaires. Um, and some of them are real estate agents who have made, made over $2 million in every year that I could ever count. Hmm. Okay? So they want to remain private while I privately push them and tell their story. I tell right. them what to do, how to do it, and they get it done continue to make millions so they could be able to pay me, all right? Whereas you find those like Karan, who is easygoing, who's, um, who's a team player, 
cool. It's like, you know, Janelle, whatever. Whatever it is that you see you need to do, tell my story. However you feel like you should tell my story. And right. I do it. Right. And he trusts me with it. Are those, are, those, are those the clients that you like, you, you, you would prefer dealing with the ones like that that basically give you full creative control? I do prefer to um, deal with clients to give me full creative control because as a creative, okay, so to me, you are a creative. If I was to come and tell you how to do your, um, your flyers, how to do, I could, I could give you knowledge Right. or some pointers of how to do your flyers, but it would take away, if I were to sit you down and say, you know what, Kevin, I want you to do my flyer, my promotional flyer like this, please remove the red, put it up to the right. It, it, it blocks you, just yeah. like they have writer's yeah, blocks. It does. They have creative blocks. Right. So I do prefer to write with the, um, to, to work with the client who gives me free will to, to they trust me. Once they sign the agreement, they trust me. Yes, we will have consultations. We will have in-person meetings. We would have phone conversations. I mean, we would even go out to have breakfast or lunch. I, I never do dinner with them, but we would go out to have breakfast or lunch, and we would talk about strategies. Right. Okay? So I do prefer to have full creative control because what it does, if I don't have full creative control, it restricts me, mm. and it stops me from being able to creatively tell your story. Absolutely. You might be telling me, oh, Janelle, I want to be on ABC News. But um, when you think about ABC News, ABC News is for, not for your market. So it goes against what I do as public relations, which is finding out who your target audience is, what they like, how they like it, and to give it to them. Right, and the client has to trust that judgment. They do. Yeah. They do have to trust that. Now, I, I um, how does now how does it work? Do do um, the clients find you, or you find the client, or it works both ways at times? It does work both ways, but guess what? Since seven months ago, I have never had to find me a client. Wow. I have had clients find me. And when I do the consultation with them, I'm like, how in the world did you get my information? <laughs> They're like, oh, I found your website. Um, some of them are like, oh, I saw you on Instagram. Some of, some of them is like, oh, I heard about you. Some of them are like, oh, I heard you on Facebook. I saw um, information about you on Facebook. In the past month, from the month of September, I have spoken to over six clients. Who wants to sign up with me in the month of October, which starts tomorrow, um, just by finding me on Instagram, finding me just by word of mouth. I've never had to recruit a client. The old, what I do when I go out recruiting a client is doing events. When I go to an event, I just be myself. And it's not like a straight-up recruit. I'm getting to know the client. Right. And I'm so confident and bold in what I do that I would look at you and say, you know what? I want to be your PR. I know a lot of people don't know the story of how um, I signed up with Karan. So to say it to you, he would say it to anybody. Um, Karan was really looking for a publicist. I didn't know he was looking for one. But months before, I had told my husband, when he comes to Oklahoma, I'm going to pitch to him and tell him that I am his publicist. Mm. Two months later, I don't usually watch people's stories. 
um, because I didn't want to appear like I was being stockish. Right, And then right. he, he, he posted a story. I was like, okay, let me check this story out. Four hours before the story was over, Karan came on, and he was like, um, in the story, he said he, he was looking for a publicist, one who um, was possibly just starting up, which it really didn't matter. And I, I just screamed. I really screamed. What I did, I emailed him. I said, I got a weird story to tell you. You're looking for a, a publicist, and I want you to know that I am her. Wow. He was so elated and blown away by me saying that, right. that he called me. And it was unstoppable ever since because we spoke for over an hour and a half on the phone, and we didn't want to get off the phone. Oh, Felt like man. he knew me forever. Right, right. So all my clients that sign up with me is actually just like that. How many... How many, like, as, as far as, like, um, how many clients um, does PR um, specialists, how, how many clients do they normally, on a normal basis, um, represent? Well, I could tell you what I have. I know, okay, so I know a lot of um, public relations specialists who cannot um, handle the pressure and mm -hmm. who cannot handle being overwhelmed. So they do projects at a time. So if a client has, so let's say if you and the Vibe Radio Show has a project coming out for an event, right. you would hire me to get it done for you. And once that project is over, that's it. I have oh. um, friends like that. Whereas you have me who I, I'm running a full course business, even if I'm the only two hands. Right. I am not about to get overwhelmed. I see myself coming out of depth. I see myself being very wealthy, so I'm not going to punk out. So right now, I'm actually managing 15 different people and their businesses. 15? 15, yes. Wow. And then I'm really working hard to um, really push my clientele and build it. In the month of October, there are four or five different people who really want to sign up with me. And all of them have their agreement. Um, I'm waiting for them to sign it. And uh, we're just going to get the ball running. Doing public relations, Kevin, is mm -hmm. a lot of time management skills, okay? Right. So if you can't manage your own life, I'm married with children. So if I can't manage that, it makes no sense for me to have past um, five clients. Right. Now, I was going to ask what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you how do you balance it all, and um, you just basically answered that because you're right. It It, it is um, a job that, that requires... Basically, um, you, you work around the clock, I'm sure. 24-7. Hmm. No sleep. Because if I have a client um, who's in Los Angeles and calls me and says, you know what, Janelle, I need you tonight. They would have to pay for me to get on that flight. And I would have to leave my family for that night and go until, they, until my um, duty is over. Right. It's 24-7 around the clock. If I have a client, now some, I have some of my clients, because another thing that I do and I love is counseling. So a lot of my clients know that. What they do is instead of running their mouth to someone else, we have non-disclosure agreements, which says whatever happens between us verbally stays between us verbally. Um, so they, they know that it's like an open door. They could come. They could call me. It doesn't matter what time of night. Once they need me to to give them some type of empowerment right. or some type of advice or whatever it is. They call me and I answer the phone. They know I'm right there. Whereas there are other public relations specialists who opens from nine to five and that's right. it. Right. Some just go until 6 p.m. 
But to me, my ultimate goal is to get my clients to where they've always wanted to be. And along the way, there's always struggles. So with the struggles that they have, my duty as not only public relations, but a counselor as well, I implement everything together. Ah. And I build a trust. I mean, my clients trust me. So they know that if they call me 12 o'clock at night, that I will pick up the phone if they need to talk or vent about a person or something or a situation or how bad they had a film day on the set. They call me and we talk about it and that's it for the rest of the day. Right. Any bad experiences with clients that you had to um, disconnect from? Oh, my God. I am glad you asked. So there was a, um, I'm not going to call any names, but there was a recent client. First, I fired one. He's an actor. I'm not going to call his name. He is very arrogant. He treated my assistant very poorly. Um, we start, And then what I did, I started off w- working for him for free because I saw so much potential in him. Right. And within a week, my mind got, within two weeks, my mind changed quickly. He spoke very badly to uh, my um, assistant. It was just so sad, and I haven't spoken to him ever since. So he was up for an award, and I popped up at the award ceremony. He didn't know I was going to be there. Um, when they called him up for the award, he literally went on the stage and, and reached out with both his hands and said, Give it to me. It's mine. What? So I was, and I took pictures of it all, and when he came off the stage, I said, This is why I don't want to work with you. So that was one. I had another one. Recently, like really recent, 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 <laughs> that I was fighting. It was just so bad. It was a woman. She um she really plays on this single mother thing. Right. Very emotional, plays on this single mother thing. I'm a single mother, so I'm not going to lie to you. I got very sensitive to her situation. I did not even charge her the $1,500 that I do charge my clients um, when I do first start with them. Hmm. I charge her less than that. Oh, wow. Um, and before I, before she even signed the agreement, I started consulting her um, with things to do, how to do the things, and whatever. Within a week, um, we, were ca- we, were, we were supposed to meet in person, and she called me that morning and canceled the appointment. When she canceled, to me, you know, things happen. I'm not going to, you know, hold it against you. Right. So that was one. The following week, we were supposed to meet... But my son, the youngest one, plays football. Both of them plays football, but the oldest one just graduated. Um, he got injured. His arm got injured by um, maybe falling or tackling too hard or someone tackled him or whatever. So I called her. I texted her. I said, could we push it to 11 o'clock instead of meeting at 10? That's only one hour difference. And she just went into an emotional rage. Um, she just went, um, I mean, it was just a whole emotional thing. It took me jumping into counselor mode, and I wrote her, like, mm, I think it was over 500 words <laughs> in a text message. And I told her, I said, if now I understand why in the space of one or two years you went through four different public relations specialists. Right. Um, I said, you need to get your emotions on the check. So she turned around, went to PayPal, and posted a lie on PayPal. Now, my company is very well known on PayPal. Right. So she went ahead on PayPal, said she lied about not receiving an item, which is not an item, it's a service. 
which I provided services for her even before she started um, or even signed the agreement. And I have proof and paper trail of everything. Wait, she tried to slander your name, uh, the company? Yes. She totally did. Um, On top of that, she said she wanted her money back. On top of that, she said I felt that um, she felt that I used her, Kevin. Wow. On top of that, she said that I know that she's a single mom, and then her and then I canceled the appointment on the tenth when I was not the one to cancel. She was. Um, so I sent <laughs> out all the proof, but for some reason they are not understanding the situation. Um, they ruled in her favor, and it, it took a lot out of me. Not really? I'm getting. Yes, it took a lot out of me not to get my attorney involved because I do have attorneys that I deal with. Right. So it took a lot out of me not to get my attorney involved um, because, you know, the people who work at PayPal, majority of them are in a third world country. Oh. Okay? So they're like in India, Pakistan, and places like that. Um, so everyone, I called five, six times. I spoke to each individual. I got, I mean, after two hours on a phone call with one of the supervisors, she finally understood that it was a service, that it was not a, um, a, an actual item. She saw the agreement that she signed that I am not responsible for meeting a client anyway. Right. Um, if I choose not to, because my, the well-being of my family comes first. That's in my agreement. And then she also saw all the, the screenshots, the, the text messages, which was over 64 JPEGs. And she saw that. She got it. But when she transferred it to whoever she transferred it in escalation, they didn't understand it. Oh, my God. Come on. I felt like blasting that woman's name. (laughs) But guess what? If I did that, it would go against what I believe as public relations. Right. Public relations, we protect our brand, protect our images. So when you sought out through bad apples and bad, bad eggs like her, it makes you feel bad because you're in the industry that now, excuse me, you don't know what she's saying about you. Exactly. You know, so I just take it one day at a time. It really did something to me. It really, it really messed with my emotions because I did nothing but help her. But at the end of the day, I said, you know what? I'm building a business, and I am glad to know who she is now instead of when December comes. I, I found out who she was. Right. So it wasn't even a whole month, but I gave her her money back. Go right ahead. I'm fine with it. To clear my name, although I didn't have to give her her money back, I gave it back to her. That's a tough situation right there. And that, it, it, it really does hurt you when you, you do all you can to... Um, to try and help somebody, and and you know, it, it just got some really, uh, really bad people out here in the world, you know. It does. No. Does I had a guy? Um, so he found me on Instagram, and my, you know, my number is on Instagram as well. Right. So he calls me. Actually, he didn't call. He texted me. This is right before I left Oklahoma. He texted me, and he said, "I will pay you all the money I have left in my." bank, which was over $250,000, um, if you could help me clear my name. So I'm like, okay, sir, we could set up a consultation. I'm not worried about how much money you got in your bank account. What is the problem? So he ended up telling me that he um, raped someone oh, and Lord. was really badly accused of it. Now, that's a red flag for me because I was raped and molested since I was 8 to 16 years old. So my definite answer was no. Right. 
Did I need the money? Yes. But at the end of the day, just like that $500,000 that I turned down, I turned down that $250,000 because I want to sleep perfectly at night. Right. Right. I, I, I just, man, this has really been some, some major insight on, um, it's really a lot that you have to, that have to deal with. You know, I don't know people only see the stuff that they see on, you know, on, on the social platforms or whatever, but it's really a lot of work, dedication and passion that goes into, um, public relations for different, uh, you know, working with different clients and things of that nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. People don't know that, but it is. Can you, um, can, if it's one thing that you would want to share, because I know, um, you, you got some things that, that you need to do. And, uh, we definitely, this, we'll, we'll call this, uh, chapter one. Chapter one. Yeah. Because there's so much more. Before you, before, before you go, um, if you could share one thing with, um, one piece of advice to anyone that was thinking about becoming a public relations person or any uh, public relations people that's already out there and, and you know, maybe need a little, little guidance or, 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 or a word of encouragement, what, what, what would you say to them? I would tell them distinguish between their passion and their purpose. Mm. And in order to distinguish between your passion and your purpose, you got to understand that your passion is for you and your purpose is for someone else. So once you distinguish between the two, my whole thing, if you heard me um, during this call, I'm trying, my whole purpose in life is to get someone else to where they want to be. Right. So until they understand that their passion could lead them to purpose, to get them to where someone else want to be, they need to check it before they wreck it. Uh, wow. I love that. I love that. Let's put those social platforms out there and ways that people can connect with you um, for uh, that free consultation, for advice, um, or to uh, try to get you to represent them in any kind of way. Um, let's put those platforms out there. So one thing that I try to teach my clients is to have the same name on every social media platform because they might just have someone else just like you out there. Right. So on every social media platform, from LinkedIn to my website, which is currently under construction, to Instagram, to Facebook, to Twitter, my name is Janelle M. Forbes. It's J-A-N-N-E-L-L-E-M as a mother, Forbes, F-O-R-B-E-S. And also, uh, that website is www.JanelleForbes.com. They can also find you on there, too, right? Yes, they can. Um, it's currently under construction, but they could always just DM me on Instagram. They could always um, DM me on um, Facebook. And just call me. My phone number is 918-863-7621. And I would say this. Don't call me if you're not serious because I won't hang up the phone. <laughs> I know that's right. Hang the phone <laughs> up if you ain't if you ain't serious and about your business. You heard it that's right. right here. Get off of her phone for real. That's it. <laughs> I ain't even playing about it. And then right. if, if, if they don't believe me, try me. We are. I'm. I'm wishing you uh, more blessings, more love. Like I said again, this is chapter one, and we got many more chapters 
to go on this right here. So um, have we had a few people that jumped on the live and showed a lot of love. Can we put um, those platforms out there one more time just for the ones that's just jumping on? Yes, my name is Janelle M. Forbes on every social media and it's J-A-N-N-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, M as in mother, Forbes, F-O-R-B-E-S, Janelle M. Forbes. I'm the only one out there like that. And let's put that number out there again. And my phone number is 918-863-7621. Again, it's 918-863-7621. Call me for your free 15-minute consultation. Absolutely. We love you, Miss Forbes. Thank you again. And we cannot wait till you come back on this platform again. Thank you so much, Queen. Wishing you nothing but blessings and love. Thank you so much, Kevin, and thank you to um, your team as well. Absolutely. Be safe now going to the game. I will. I'm about <laughs> to scream my lungs out. <laughs> I will talk to you. Okay. All bye right. Bye. It's the Vibe Show with my special guest, the one and only Janelle Forbes. We are out.